I'm calling this October. I'm calling this October 5th, 2023, Special Board of Trustees meeting to order. Grace, will you please call the roll? Certainly. Um, President Wong? Present. Student Trustee Brand? Present. Vice President Martinez? Present. Trustee Solomon? Present. Trustee Chung? Present. Trustee Chisti? Present. And I showed that Trustee Green and Trustee William is not yet present. You have a quorum. Okay. Um, I'm working on pulling up the land acknowledgement in front of me. In the meantime, uh, can we uh, move forward with a, a public comment? Grace, do you have any public comment? We do have public comment. The first one is Alan D'Souza. Hello, everyone. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Hi, good evening. I'm not sure what's going on here this evening, but I'm surprised to hear how quickly the Chancellor was able to agree to schedule a meeting on his contract when he and his team are not able to extend that courtesy and respect to faculty. Faculty are verging on two and a half years of work on an expired contract. Getting dates simply to meet has been a slog. Weeks, months go by without any suggestion of when we will next sit down across from each other. Yet here we are, what, a week after the last, the least untimely announcement of the, of the Chancellor's resignation? Faculty is shocked that someone who so adamantly advocated for layoffs justified them as fiscally, as, as fiscally necessary and has been neither apologetic nor sufficiently taken action to reverse the damage to programs or to students whose dreams have been shattered. That this chancellor is now before you to discuss his contract. This chancellor that drove decisions that led faculty to make deep financial sacrifices that were contractually reversible. And yet what do we have? No return, no re, no uh, reimbursement for those sacrifices. Faculty have been working hard and diligently without reasons for two and a half years. Contract negotiations are at a, at a stall, standstill. But here we are talking about the chancellor's decisions, a decision on, it, on his contract. It is an insult to faculty, it is an insult to this college. And hopefully, when you hear from him today, he'll be able to justify why we are here tonight. Thank you. Next is Robin Pugh. Hi, can you all hear me? Yes, we can. Thanks. Hi, uh, Robin Pugh, business faculty. Um, my main question is just to ask why the Board of Trustees is even holding this special meeting at all. Um, you have a chancellor who is a professional who has elected not to seek the renewal of his contract. Um, assuming that he is continuing to faithfully carry out his duties as the chief executive of the college through the end of his term, there's no reason to further consider his contract. 
While I wish that things had gone differently during David's tenure, there's certainly no reason to seek to extend his time at this institution. I don't understand why you're holding a special meeting about this when the two largest employee groups at this college are still without contracts, mostly due to the stalling tactics of the bargaining teams that this chancellor has assembled and guided. Faculty have been without a raise for over two years, and this chancellor's demonstrated his inability to deal in good faith with labor. Why are we holding this meeting about a chancellor whose main legacy will be the first full-time faculty layoffs in decades and thousands of dollars wasted on legal fees to fight and lose unfair labor practice suits that his administration has been found guilty of? Why are we holding this meeting about a chancellor who was largely hired for his accounting experience, whose budgets are so impossibly hard to follow and ever-changing? In addition, I implore this board to avoid any search firm or staff associated with search firms used to bring us our recent chancellor candidates, who to put it mildly, have been far less than successful. I think we need to learn from our past experience. Thank you. Next is Tamina Khan. Good evening, can you hear me? Yes, we can. All right, good evening trustees. Um, like my colleagues, I am really confused and frustrated that, um, that you have quickly called an emergency special meeting to discuss the chancellor's contract when the chancellor cannot offer the same courtesy to the 2000 employees, faculty and staff who are without a contract right now. Um, what is going on here? <clears throat> so, um, I, so I am, I am former English faculty, current interdisciplinary studies faculty. I, my schedule is down to three units, um, as opposed to eight units, um, which is what I had when I was English faculty. And this is a direct result of my eight English department colleagues being full-time tenured colleagues being laid off, which resulted in about 20 of my myself and my part-time colleagues being laid off. Um, and I cannot tell you the harm that this has caused to all of us, nearly 30 of us in the English department, not to mention the, th the hundreds of students who are being shut out of classes that they need to, um, to move forward. So I'm asking you to, uh, I'm asking you why this is happening and I am urging you to urge the, the college and move us forward to, um, to resolving our contracts. Thank you. Next is Diane Willis. Hi there, my name is Diane Wallace and I'm one of the ESL faculty at the college. I'd like to share my concerns about the lack of progress made in contract negotiations with AFT 2121. Though our AFT team has worked tirelessly to craft and put forward solid proposals that address salary and other important aspects of our contract, the district has repeatedly stalled 
or shown up ill-prepared to either offer proposals or respond to proposals in a substantive manner. It seems to me that one of the major barriers to being able to successfully negotiate a new contract is that David Martin has neglected to send an experienced negotiator to the table to represent the district. This institution relies on the labor of several thousand employees who belong to two labor unions. The business of the college cannot go forward without settling our contracts. I am calling on this board of trustees to ensure that David Martin takes responsibility now for sending an experienced negotiator to the table who is empowered to settle our contract with fair proposals that address salaries and improving our working conditions. In the words of one of our social sciences faculty, who is a member of our bargaining team on AFT 2121 team and is putting in long hours voluntarily to do this important work, it is disheartening to engage in this process with a counterparty that does not appear to value the dedication and yeah, professionalism of its faculty. No, no, no. Get this contract settled now. Thank you. Um, next is Mary Boy Woman. Um, not the library. We are in the multi-purpose. It's 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 good evening, trustees. I didn't expect to be back here so soon, especially not for a special meeting where the sole agenda item is the chancellor's contract. I wasn't even sure I had read the agenda correctly, but to be clear, this is a special meeting to discuss the contract of an individual who's made his intentions about his future with the college clear. Makes sense. When more than 1,500 employees of the college, both faculty and classified, are without contracts. This is after filing the, the filing of multiple bad faith bargaining charges brought by both vocals. It seems absurd in the extreme that this is why you have convened tonight. A quick reminder, the overwhelming majority of the employees of this college have been engaged in protracted and stalled negotiations for close to eight months. Faculty have been without a contract for more than two years, yet for all the time spent at the table, we are currently closer to, to declaring impasse than we are to reaching an agreement. The situation largely due to the chancellor's stalling tactics and the inability or unwillingness of his teams to bargain in good faith. But let's spend time on and energy discussing the contract of an individual who is on his way out the door. The individual responsible for sending a team of novice negotiators to settle the contract with the largest employee group at the college. A team that more often than not fails to have a representative from the finance office present, so no substantive conversations about finance can, can be had. I would hope that the board and the administration would prioritize settling the contracts of the majority of your employees over that of someone who, is, who has his sights set elsewhere. Let's be clear, we're talking about the faculty who show up day after day, year after year, to serve our students, the same faculty who gave deep wage concessions to keep this college afloat, and to try to save the jobs of our colleagues, yet just to see them away. It is selfish in the extreme for you to be considering the, uh, the contract of a chancellor who is leaving and has yet fulfilled his duties completely 
two largest Next is Abigail Bornstein. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Thank you. As you review the contract of the chancellor, please recall that a big reason David Barton was brought in was to deal with our finances. On February 21st, 2023, CCSF issued a press release titled CCSF receives first clean audit in 25 years. In recent weeks, President Wong noted this exact accomplishment multiple times to the press. Although Chancellor Martin has given notice of his intentions to leave in June, I hope, I, I would hope that he would reconsider. I would also hope that each and every member of this board recognizes the importance of maintaining stability in leadership. CCSF has had a revolving door of chancellors in the past decade. I've lost count of how many chancellors we've had. This is not just a chancellor issue, but also a management issue. Every time we have a new chancellor, we churn close to half our administrators. We spend a lot of time posting job announcements, reviewing applications, interviewing, making job offers, bringing them on board, taking six months to a year to come up to speed on the issues at the school only to go through this process time and time again. Having this level of management churn is completely destabilizing to the school. Honestly, it takes time away from the focus on our students, the classroom and support for them. As you consider Chancellor Martin's contract, take a step back, look at the bigger picture. We need stability and leadership. Uh, although I'm unsure if Chancellor Martin Martin will reconsider. I hope the board keeps the door open for that possibility. Thank you. Last is Megan Sweeney. Good evening, members of the Board of Trustees. My name is Megan Sweeney and I'm a social science faculty member. Um, as you meet tonight to discuss the Chancellor's contract, I urge you to keep the best interests of the college and our students front and center in your discussions. There have been so many chancellors in the past decade that it's hard to keep track. Clearly, the current process is not working. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. What CCSF needs is a leader who is deeply committed to this college and to our students. Maybe we should start looking inward when filling this role. City College is full of smart, talented individuals who dedicate their entire professional life to this school and its mission. This commitment to CCSF is the missing ingredient we have not seen in our recent chancellors. The urgency around calling a special meeting to discuss the chancellor's contract is ironic when faculty have been without a contract for two years. Where is the urgency to make sure that faculty have a contract and are paid competitive wages? Thank you. Laura Rodriguez. Good evening, Board of Trustees. I am a full-time DSPS faculty and been part of the faculty for close to 33 years and a member of the bargaining team. To add some perspective, we're having a special meeting. As I was looking, as I was looking over my pay stubs, and they I, asked us to like speak out. They're like thinking about, I don't know what, 
about the chancellor, but they asked me to say Thank you. Uh, good evening, Board of Trustees. I'm a full-time DSPS faculty and been part of the department for 33 years and a member of the bargaining team. To add some perspective, as I was looking over my pay stubs and I'm livid knowing I'm living off of 2017 wages. Um, it was quite alarming to see that last night. What on earth is going on? Aren't faculty a priority? Is it certainly it is certainly not demonstrated at the bargaining negotiation table. We took a pay cut with, with, with the given assurance to prevent layoffs. Chancellor Martin comes in, lays off many faculty members, full-time, tenured and part-time faculty members. And now Chancellor Martin plans to leave without a union contract agreement, largely due to, the, to his district team's stalling unwillingness to bargain in good faith. Where is the accountability? Our livelihood depends on it. Thank you. That concludes public comment. Thank you. Okay, thank you. I move to the public comment first because I didn't have a land acknowledgement up on my, my computer. So I wanna move on with that and then go to the approval of our uh, closed uh, session agenda. We acknowledge that we are in the unceded ancestral homeland of the Romantish Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Romantish Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place, as well as for all peoples who reside in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatish community and by affirming their sovereign rights as First Peoples. And then uh, for this uh, agenda, we we didn't have, we did not have public comment for items not on the agenda. So the public comment we took was for the um, folks that signed up to uh, speak regarding our uh, closed session. Uh, do we have a, a motion to approve the, the closed session agenda? Uh, uh, Trustee... Chung. Moved by Trustee Chung. I'll, I'll announce your motion. Second. Since we have one mic. Uh, we're seconded by uh, Trustee Chisti. Grace, can you please okay. call the roll on that? Student Trustee Brand, your advisory vote, please. Aye. President Wong. Aye. Vice President Martinez. Trustee Solomon. Yes. Trustee Chung. Yes. Trustee Williams. Aye. Trustee Chisti. Trustee Green. Yes. The motion passes. Thank you. And let's uh, aim to reconvene at 7.30 p.m. Not sure if that's possible, but uh, let's let's go for that. Um, all right. Uh, let's uh, uh, reconvene in closed session.
we are reconvening from closed session to open session. There were uh, no reportable actions in closed session. Uh, is there a motion to adjourn? Moved by Trustee Williams, second by uh, Trustee Solomon. I'll take that as an adjournment.